0: If you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show.
1: show. What's up? Welcome back once again to Inner Bloom. I'm Alexa.
0: I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everybody.
1: You know what? I really think it's time we all advocate for a three-day weekend because (laughs) I'm telling you, we just...
0: No, I know. It's just funny the way you said it, like...
1: We all yeah. we all vibrate different after a three-day weekend, like truly. Yeah. And
0: I think we deserve <laughs> that. that. Nice. I think so too. You know, I have decided for the summer I'm going to take off Tuesdays. Why Tuesdays? Because I go live on Tuesdays. And so I want to be refreshed and rejuvenated. So I'm going to take off Tuesdays. I think that's an amazing idea. Cool. Yeah, I'm super excited about it. It looks like I was at the pool today, but I was not, so. Did you, how was your Memorial Day weekend? Um, it was good. The pool's not operating right now, so we did a slip-in slides and water balloons and, like, all fun stuff like that with the kids, and thank goodness it was um, not very hot, um, so that was nice. How was your Memorial Day weekend?
1: I was going to say it was like so rainy and it had never been a colder, more rainier weekend, Memorial Day weekend than it was uh, this weekend. Like I was up in New York with a bunch of my friends. We were supposed to be on a boat. I was miserable about it because the weather was like 50 degrees, not on the boat and pouring rain. And I was like, I have to go on this boat on Memorial Day weekend in the pouring rain and all this stuff. And then the boat got canceled and my husband was so bummed, but I was so happy. Because I was like, oh, my God, thank God. And we got to just, like, hang out at somebody's place instead and see old friends. So it was nice, but it was also just, like, really cold and really not – didn't feel like a Memorial Day weekend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: I remember you telling us, uh, myself and someone else, like, that the weather was going to be really choppy. And we were both like, oh doesn't sound great but yeah. have fun
1: with that yeah I was not excited and apparently neither was anyone else just like my husband and just your friends husband friends who are like they're like de- they're like sadomasochists I swear they're like determined to like get through you know what I mean like to, I hope I use that term right they're masochists I think
0: they're yeah. they're they're one de- who enjoys pain.
1: Yeah. They're like determined to like prove that they can like get through this weather. And I respect that, but I just don't want to be a part of that personally. So <laughs> I would like to be comfortable.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense.
1: Yeah. But anyway, truly, I, if, if there's ever a bill for a three day weekend, please send it my way. I think everyone would be a lot happier and healthier. And, uh, you know, you just need time. You need time to get stuff done. You need time to relax and you need time to have fun. So. Um anyway, hope everyone had an awesome Memorial Day weekend. We are back for this four-day week. And uh yeah, today we are talking about actually should we do announcements first? Let's do announcements first. Okay. I like how you just said that as if it was your idea. You're like, you know what?
0: <laughs> I have a great idea, Alexa. <laughs> Let's do announcements first.
1: All right. Well, uh, do you want to make an announcement? Yeah.
0: So uh, my announcement that I want to pick is going to be Bali because I'm so excited about it. So Bali is back on the table. God bless it. We're going to Bali, guys. And we're taking you with us. So the dates for Bali are 4-4-22. No coincidence there. Um, It's seven days, six nights. Um, We are staying at the Floating Leaf Resort, and you can go on the website, um, our website, innerbloompodcast.com, to check out what is included and to fill out an application to see if it's a right fit for everybody. We would need to get on the phone together. Prices start at $6,000 and go up from there, Um, but we would love to see you. We do have payment plans available since it's almost a year away. Um, there's plenty of time to budget and all of all of the good things.
1: Mm-hmm. Super excited about it. Retreats are back on, so
0: retreats are back on. Woo! We've already had a few people that we have to schedule calls with, and they have reached yeah. out. Super excited about it.
1: Yeah, like five or six people have already reached out, and we're. I think how many spots are we gonna have? Eighteen. Eighteen. So, uh, if you're interested, reach out to us. And in the more immediate future, we are going to be in South Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina, in like about a month. We're going to yeah. road trip there. It's going to be awesome. We have someone with us like filming our trip. It's going to be awesome. And uh, we are going mm-hmm. to do a live event uh, at the Wild Alabaster Crystal Shop, which is like a famous crystal shop. I was already following this crystal shop before I even knew that we had the opportunity to, to do this there. And uh, we only have three tickets yeah three tickets left for this event so it's going to be an awesome intimate wow. event with us and 12 people 12 of you and um it's a hundred dollars for the three-hour event ambi's going to do channeling we're going to do some live reading stuff we're going to do a live podcast episode recording and i actually have microphones and amplifiers for ambi and i I'm really excited it's going to be like a real live show and very
0: official this time very, very
1: official, official. Yeah, so if you guys want to uh, join, even if you live within a few hours of uh, South Carolina, like, make a little trip. Let's see each other, because we're, um, we're really trying to get to connect with you guys in person as much as possible this year, since we had yeah. to be in isolation for so long, so.
0: And that is going to be June 26th. Um, I just want to give up September September. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. No? I'm so sorry. No? June 26th. <laughs> <laughs> You see me shake my head at first? Like, yeah, no. (laughs) Anyway. um, Yes, June 26th uh, from 3 to 6 p.m. And if you guys would love to come, we have three more spots. We'd love to meet you.
1: And the link for that is in the show notes of this audio episode. So you can click there. Um, And then the last announcement is that our Bloom Experience box, which is unicorn-themed this time and is bigger and badder and better than ever – Uh, You guys have until the end of June to get your orders in. We only have less than 10 boxes available left. So if you've been thinking about doing it, definitely get it in soon. Because once we hit, I think, 60, then we're going to be done. Um, Super exciting. Very exciting. Um, Okay, shall we dive in? We shall. Cool. So today's topic is all about telling a new story. And and this has been coming up because, you know, I think a lot of us are in the process of growing and changing and shifting in our lives. And if you've been feeling the energy the past few weeks, it's like, you know, you go from like exhausted to triggered to excited to exhausted again I mean there's just a lot going on energetically and you know anyone you know who you talk to astrologically is going to tell you that this is all about a time of like we're stepping through this portal we're stepping through a doorway we're we're having a lot of uh, karmic cycles close a lot of things come to an end so we can step into this new life for ourselves and as that's happening I think what's been coming up for me a lot is is becoming really aware of like the way that I've been talking to myself or narrating things for myself in my head and the way that I've been um, – the stories I've been telling about myself and about my life and about who I am. And what I've noticed personally is that I I, I really have had this uh, story going that, like, I'm bad and I'm wrong and, like, I'm a villain in some way. <laughs> and I've, I've recently been taking a lot of time to stop and be like – why are you saying that? Like why are you saying that about yourself? Where does that come from? And then I've I've asked myself, no, I'm am I really that? No. The answer is no. These are just like older remnants of stories that have carried on for so long without any attention or anyone correcting them or, you know, retelling the story. And now I get to tell a new story. I get to ask myself, Okay, well that's not true and that's not what I wanna Believe about myself. So, what is it that I want to believe about myself moving forward? What do what story do I want to tell? And I think it's really important to do this exercise with yourself and start asking yourself, "What story do I want to tell? What do I want to feel about myself? Who do I want to be? Who do I want to believe that I am?" Because when we try, to, when we kind of feel these uh, beliefs come up, that's like, "Oh, I'm bad," and you go, "No, you're not. Or, no, I'm not. I'm not." It's like if you don't have a new story to tell to replace the old story or a new belief to tell to replace the old story, your brain just gonna keep regurgitating the same stuff because it doesn't have anything new to replace it with. You need to like give your brain a new prompt, a new something to replace what you're telling it to delete, right? So I feel like, you know, we're creative beings. Human beings are creative beings. We are we're storytellers. And so I think the reason that a lot of the time we can feel depressed or depleted or you know sad is that we're not using our creative ability to create the life that we want and the life that we have the ability to create using our creative powers. And so again, I really just think it's an important topic to start talking about telling new stories and telling stories of ways you want to live and ways you want to feel and relationships you want to have and things you want to experience um, because, we are so powerful that we have the ability to do that. And I think sometimes the last thing on this, and Amby, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, is that I think sometimes we're so, even if it's a story that we've been living that we don't want to live anymore, we're so used to it, we're so used to living that way that it almost feels a bit scary to think about living something else, even if it seems like something that we should want to live, right? Something that's better. It's scary because there's more unknowns that come with that. And so I think we also have the ability to tell ourselves, you know, it's possible that I could live this new way and I'll be safe and I'll be totally taken care of and I'm totally supported in doing this and it's all going to be okay, right? Right. I think it's just really important to soothe ourselves into these new ways of living and being and acting and experiencing.
0: I agree with you. And I have uh, someone's mowing my lawn outside my door, just so you know. Um, But I agree with you. And I think it's really interesting because I really love the... I love the scientific approach behind the human brain. And I also like, you know, how your brains connect the different, um, the different lobes of the brain and and what they do and such. But I also really love the psychology behind it and how we internalize things as human beings. I think it's fascinating. Um, And the reason I say that is because I'm reminded of when my child was little bit younger. don't remember exactly which age, but I said, please don't do that, Bryn. And Bryn said, I'm just a bad kid. And I'm like, whoa, man, like where did this come from? Like that escalated really fast. It wasn't yelling. It wasn't like um, really abusive or anything like that. I just said, don't do that. And Bryn internalized that as I'm a bad kid. And so I think it's fascinating, like where does this narrative come from and then you could argue like um past lives and things like that and so because i do feel like if if you are three four years old and you're having these internal thoughts of i'm bad and there's no abuse in your life now there can be abuse but there's no abuse in your life that you're aware of then is this a past life scenario right and and why do we recall these feelings? Um, It's just fascinating to me, it's really interesting. One of the other things I wanna say is that the purpose of being afraid is to keep us alive. If we look at this from like the survival part of our brain and if you were to engage in an act that you're afraid, you're afraid because you feel like you might fail, you might die. We equate failure to death in many cases. And so it's interesting that if you look at that from a perspective of this little voice that's telling me not to do this, this little voice that's telling me to stop, is actually like trying to protect you. It's actually trying to keep you safe in so many ways. And I think that that is something that a lot of people overlook when they talk about the ego well, the ego is this, the ego is that. We can't listen to the ego. Actually, the ego is there to try to keep you alive because you are in a human body and you need something to say, don't jump into traffic. Right. Otherwise we would just be playing on the freeways like maniacs. Hmm. So I feel like it's really important to honor both aspects of yourself, the side that's afraid and really honor that. And I love that you said to rewrite the story because you do need to input new information similar to a computer. You can't just say Control-Alt-Delete and then hope something else comes up. You have to rewrite that part of your brain um, with a new belief. And I do believe that it starts with baby steps. It starts with showing yourself that you're safe if you take step one. You're showing yourself that you're safe if you go to step two and so on. And so I just love the human brain. I really think that if I had really focused in school, I would probably be – a brain surgeon because I love, I think it's so fascinating. Anyway, not the point, I digress. Um, But you can change different parts of your personality with just determination and will. Um, And I think that it's really important to know what is holding you back because if you don't know what's holding you back, if you don't see the pattern, then you can't change anything. So I think a lot of people get lost in that part of just noticing the pattern and getting stuck in the aspect of, well, I can't do anything to change it. Um, And I'll give another example because I like doing that. Um, My mother-in-law, I love her to death. I really do. Um, Heart disease runs in their family. Well, heart disease is the number one most preventive disease because it can be corrected with exercise and eating well. And so she was telling me, she literally said, heart disease runs in my family. I can't do anything about it. I'm just going to die from it. And I'm like, Whoa, man, that escalated (laughs) real fast. Like you can absolutely do something about it. You can exercise, you can eat well. Um, and that will lower your, your likelihood of getting maybe not altogether because there are genetic factors, but it'll lower your likelihood of getting it. But she didn't want to hear that. So I think a lot of the times we get stuck in our stories of I can't change this because it's genetics. I can't change this because it's the only way I know. I can't change this because of whatever. I've never seen anybody do it. But it's really about living the life that you want to live and not living the life that somebody else wants you to live. And that can be a physical aspect like heart disease, or that can be a metaphysical aspect, such as uh, starting your own business when no one else in your family has done that before. i well, want complete.
1: I love that. I love all of those examples. I think you're so right. And, um, you know, I especially love the medical example you gave about the heart disease, because I think that is it's so interesting, like even me as someone who I work in spirituality and metaphysics, like for, you know, everything that I do. I still have, like, beliefs in there about the medical system, about the human body based on my, like, trauma from being little, my mom being in the hospital, and all talks of cancer and stuff like that. And so it's interesting because I'm kind of going through something like that right now, which I recognize, not not cancer or anything, just I'm going, I have to do stuff with the medical system right now that's triggering me, and um, it's triggering those fears of, like, ah, ah, like... I don't want anyone to give me any sort of news that isn't 100% positive because there's this belief that it's like you're going to, I think I've always had this belief and this resistance to, I don't want anyone to tell me anything that's going to slow me down or stop me. I don't want Mm -hmm. anyone to to give me anything like that. Even if I don't believe it, if other people around me believe that it should slow me down or stop me, that feels like death to me. I don't want that. I want everyone, I want to be 100% okay all the time because I don't want to slow down. And and I don't want other people to slow me down and it's um it's interesting because you know then I'll I'll so I can feel that there's a part of me that still resonates with that fear of like oh gosh but then I I connect with you know the story of um for example like Anita Morjani who is the she's the woman who um I think she actually died like in the hospital for a couple of minutes she was actually dead because she had tumors all over her body the doctors had her whole family in there saying like no way she's gonna live like she's dying today like and she did Mm -hmm. but then she came back five minutes later um because she went to the other side she understood what the sickness was all about and then she came back and then within a day all the tumors were gone and she walked out of there totally fine now she's an author and a speaker and you know, there's, there's all these examples of people in our society, not even just in the medical system, just people in our society who, you know, have overcome or changed their story or rewritten their reality in some way um, for, to come back from something that was, uh, you know, uncomebackable, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I think for me, that is really, really inspiring because the truth is when you come here on Earth, I think you forget that, and this is part of being human: that you're infinite. You're an infinite being. You're an infinite soul. You're, you're never truly done. You're never. It's never over because it's never done. So you're never doomed, right? Mm-hmm. But I think we live our lives so afraid of being doomed, so afraid that something terrible will happen that we'll never be able to come back from, and that's why so many people are on this journey to to understand more of life because that feeling is so limiting and scary, right? And I don't like to live my life that way. So, it's like this whole journey with spirituality and connecting back with your soul is to, is the remembrance that you're an infinite being. You're never out of you're never down and out, like you're never really out of the game, you can't really lose, and that there's always something that can be done. And in fact, mo- the, all of these experiences that you have are to give you opportunities to rewrite the story, right? Mm-hmm. Or take back your power or discover that thing. Or, I mean, I've been literally blessing. I, I forget if I said this on one of my past episodes, but the I, I shared in the private Facebook group that there's this woman on my floor who's, like, actually insane. And she's kind of targeted me quite a few times. And it has been a, like, pretty scary situation at times because – Legally, there's nothing we can really do because she owns the apartment that she lives in and we live in a building and it's a whole thing. I don't need to get into it. But the point is, it's this. it's been this feeling of feeling unsafe. And um, recently I've realized that... Um, the reason that this woman has come up so strong in my reality all of a sudden once again is because I was not setting my boundaries at all, like in many areas of my life, in my business, in my relationships, and I was doing a very poor job of it, and when she came so close to me in physical reality, it was literally like, hey, you literally are not setting any boundaries here. You have the ability to walk away from this person. You have the ability to say no to this person. You have the ability to set all these boundaries and you're not doing any of it. And it was a very in my face example of set your boundaries. So after that happened, it I literally now walk around my building with this whole different vibe because I am, I have, I had that opportunity to learn, hey, there's a lot of things you can do to set your boundaries every day that you don't take advantage of. And I do. I am constantly like looking around. I'm constantly have this air of like, whatever comes at me, I can handle it if I need to. Yeah. (laughs) Krav Maga style. Um, And it's actually made me feel so much more like myself. Like I realized this is a part of myself that's been wanting to come forward, this warrior part of me that's like, you can do you can handle anything. Like you're good, like you're strong, right? But I'd been living in this way of like, don't hit me, right? And that's not really who I am. So this very negative experience was that I'm actually I've actually been thanking this this woman in a way for being that role in my life because she gave me the opportunity to rewrite my story in a very big way. And it made me look at all these other people in my life, too, as like, wow, like, thank you for doing that. Thank you for, you know, from a soul perspective, thank you for being that, like, thorn in my side. Thank you for playing that role for me because you gave me the opportunity to rewrite my story, whether I took it at that point or not. It was a little choppy. Yeah, I heard it at the but, end.
0: Sorry. Um, yeah. No worries. I mean... I, I agree. And what's coming up for me is really interesting. So my mom, my internet's unstable says, can you still hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay. Um, so my mother had stage four lymphoma when I was four. Oh yeah. I forgot. Yeah. So I don't know if I've shared this before, but I'm going to share it again. Either way. My mom had a stage four lymphoma when I was four. I had just been um, taken, adopted, whatever you want to call it, by her. And um, she just found out that she had lymphoma and she decided, she went to one treatment and then decided, nope, I don't like this and moved from Idaho to Florida, just left. Um, Didn't tell anybody she was moving, didn't talk to her friends anymore because they all knew she had cancer. The only person she spoke to was my sister. I, my sister tells me the story about how she was panicked because she thought she was going to have to raise me. My sister was 18 at the time. And, um, my sister was like kind of making plans to be able to raise me. And every time she would try to talk to my mom about like, okay, you know, you need to go to treatment or you need to do something. My mom would be like, nope, I don't have cancer. Zip it. Like, I don't want to talk about it. And she ended up getting uh, skin cancer at the same time. It was so bad on her face that they had to remove like a big chunk of her, her, the middle part of her forehead and her nose. She still has a scar. She got that done and then didn't go back to the doctor for a follow-up. Literally just was like, I don't have cancer. And she's still alive to this day. And I was like, (laughs) what? like, it's just madness Because if you think about it, like she should be dead, like stage four, there's no higher stage than stage four. That's it. And it was, it was spreading to other areas of her body. It went to, so anyhow, it's wild. However, the story that she tells is that she's in great health. She always tells that story. She's got great Mm -hmm. health. She's got nothing wrong with her medically, but she's poor. And she's always told the story of her not having money, always told the story of her being poor um, as long as I have known her. Um, And so it's really interesting. And she's the one that really instilled with me that people with money are bad people and that if you have money, you're not going to be a good person. So it's just so fascinating to me, like you can cure cancer for yourself. But you can't cure your money wound or you don't even want to look at it, right? Like you're not yes. even willing to see it. So it's just fascinating.
1: I love that. I love that you brought that up because that's the tr- – look how powerful we are. We can create mm-hmm. – number one, we can create all of these situations for ourselves to to even show ourselves how powerful we are, right? Like we can – we're so powerful we can create cancer to then heal from it because we just say, no, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's not my reality. And, um, this is not medical advice, by the way. This is not medical do not advice.
0: Do that. <laughs> I do not recommend that. Please see a doctor if you have yes. cancer. But,
1: but the point is, there's been stories of people who have done this. like I we yeah. just both shared one. You have literally your mom. Um, but at the same time, like you said, your mom is also so powerful. she can create the story of never having enough money no matter what. And why? Because our stories serve us somehow, right? If we're telling a story, if we continue to tell it, then we think that it serves us in some way. Even if, you know, there's something that could serve us greater, we think that it's serving us. So, you know, th- it, that not having money might may, mean she is still connected with you. She feels connected to family. She feels supported in some way. I mean, there's lots of reasons that people tell the stories they tell. The point is that whatever story you're telling, It's creating some reality for yourself. And you might have been telling this story for so long that it feels like there's no other possible reality. But a good exercise would be to say, well, what if there was another way? What if there was another – just to say what if. Mm-hmm. And feel the way that it changes the energy. Like, well, hmm, what would happen if, or what if I could heal from this? Or what if I could receive more money? Or what if I could actually find some, uh find a, receive a relationship that feels really loving and supporting to me? Or what if I could find the job of my dreams? Once you just start asking this question, it really, and it, what what it, probably is is that you're opening up your uh, imagination and that feels really good because it gets energy moving and I genuinely get this feeling that like the again the reason why we're like depressed and we feel stuck is we're not allowing ourselves to use our in our information our imagination we are stuck in this same story we've been telling and it's boring And it feels like a dead end because there's literally no energy there. You've been telling this so long you're on autopilot. There's no creative energy going there. It's like a dead story that means nothing that you keep looking at. Mm -hmm. And it's – so So that's the other thing is that like what I I was telling Ambie this earlier. There's a – I heard somebody say this the other day and it really just resonated with me. They said life is like a storybook and each segment of your life is like a new chapter. And – At any moment, you have an option. You can reread the most recent chapter if you don't understand it, or you can move on to the next chapter and read that one to get a better understanding of the last. And, you know, I think that's, that's so powerful to understand that like, if you want to, you can reread the chapter you just read. You can repeat it as many times as you want till you really get the message, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but I've definitely done that thing where I've been studying and I've read a whole chapter and been like, I didn't read any of that. I didn't, I did not, did not take yeah. one thing in. I, I did go not back. understand that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is why it's not wrong to repeat experiences or it's not wrong if you can't, quote, get it yet. You might need another experience to fully understand what that thing is trying to tell you, right? Or maybe you have read enough of that chapter and you've reread it enough times and actually you're ready for the next chapter and this is your reminder to that it's okay. You can move on to the next chapter and you'll still have an understanding of what that was all about. It'll give you more information to, to, and a broader perspective to fill that in. And I think the point of all of this is to understand that like you're the one telling the story. You're the one who's the writer, director, producer of your story, whether you know it or not. And to really feel the power that comes with that and say, is this the story that I want to tell? Is this the best story I could tell? Could I get more creative here? And if so, how? So that's my story.
0: I like that, and I also I also know that it's not just about writing down your affirmations and hoping that it'll happen and really thinking positive, but it's also about taking action when action's appropriate. You know, yeah. Um, let's not forget about that either. So, say what you just sense. said. I said let's not forget about that either. But
1: agreed, absolutely agreed. Yeah. And sometimes it's also about like, I just want to share, something just popped in my head of like, I, I it's okay. What am I trying to say? I, as you and I have both parallelly, that's not a word, but I just made nope. it one, um, okay. at the same time, simultaneously have been working Very on nice. our money and uh, lack wounds over the past couple of years through this business together. And I think we've both been doing an amazing job at healing that and transmuting that into something we really feel good about. Um, I still catch myself every now and then going into like an old story. For example, like last week, um, my dog had to go to the vet and basically it was like a $200 vet bill just for them to like give her fluids or something, which which honestly it ended up helping her at the end. But when I went, I was just and, and I could afford it. Like that's the thing. I could afford it. It was fine. It wasn't even a thing. I could absolutely afford it. And I could feel myself going, <laughs> when I saw my husband later, I wanted to be like, um, I almost started to say something about like, well, we're in the wrong business or, you know, some like joke about money, right? But that that's yeah. really promoting the story of, oh, that was expensive. And mm-hmm. I told myself, you're not going to say it. You're not going to say it because that is that is telling the old story. And I was like, yeah, I'm definitely not going to say it. I don't need to say it. I don't need to say it. <laughs> I told myself that like 50 times. I walk in the door and I'm like, yeah, it costs cost $200 for the," And I just, I just said it. <laughs> I just said it. And I was like, okay, we'll try next time. We'll try next time. You know, <laughs> I think the, point, the reason I'm telling you guys this is like, it, it's okay if you're in the process. If you, you know, stories you want to stop telling and you, you're aware, awareness is the, is the key, you know, yeah. like awareness is when you actually get to be like, aha, I see what I'm doing and I'm actively working on changing it. And you know, at that time with me, the momentum was just moving so much. It was just clearly like I caught it a little too late and that's okay because I'm going to catch it the next time and I'm going to get to a place where I don't have to joke about things being too expensive because they're really not. You know, that's Mm -hmm. just an old story that that is kind of I'm working out the last bit of momentum on. So um, I just want to say that, you know, if you're in the middle of if you keep catching yourself, so do I that's okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect wherever you are. Totally. Uh, all
1: right. Well, I think that's it for today. I hope this was a beautiful reminder for all of you, just how powerful you are. And also if you're uh, kind of feeling stuck and bored, it's just an invitation for you to get more creative as the creator of your life. You're just bored with your movie. You're bored with your movie. Write a new story. Um, bored
0: with your movie and you're bored. No. I can't. What were you doing? I, <laughs> I was going to try to do the board in the house. Song, board in the house. I'm in the passport. But like, it yeah. didn't work out. I do want to say one more thing. Um, so I know I'm fully aware, and it haunts me every day that on the podcast, I said, if I hit 100,000 followers, I'm going to give you guys a concert. And I don't have enough balls to do it. Okay. I'm sorry. I really thought I could do it. I really what, thought I could just make the ass of concert? out of myself. It was just going to be me like dancing and singing, like showing how I like I raise my energy and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I just don't have it in me. I've been like over analyzing the songs. So I think we're going to put a pin in it for now. Um, and then <laughs> maybe gonna back out on this promise. I don't. Can't do it. It's so scary. So what if you do you can... it with me? I'll do it with you. Okay. Okay. The next time we see each other, which is going to be on the twenty fifth. Yeah, and we'll have our microphones. We can do karaoke. I could do that. I could do that. Yeah. That I'm sure
1: be- people are going to be like, Yeah, I I didn't want this. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't I feel didn't like a gift ask
0: for this. You know what? I'm going to unfollow her. Yeah. Uh. So she doesn't have a hundred thousand. Yeah. <laughs> uh
1: stacy said uh ambie you make me laugh
0: ha ha oh thank you i'm here all day stacy <laughs>
1: uh, if you want to if you want to laugh some more get a ticket for our south carolina event it's gonna be a good time come and see us and Amby, anything else you wanted to share before we sign off here
0: i think that's it yeah i feel pretty good
1: about it all right well we love you all and until next time keep on blooming bye